How do you create a life that allows you to lose weight, eat the foods that you love, and sustain the results? Over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of people do exactly that. I'm Max Lowry. I'm an author, personal trainer, and weight loss coach. In this podcast, I'm going to share my top tips and tricks from within my one-on-one coaching program. It's my goal to give you the tools and understanding so that you never diet again. All right, so nutrition versus exercise for fat loss. What's more important? You know, how do you get optimal fat loss results? In order to get fat loss, you must have a calorie deficit, which means you are consuming less than you are expending. Right? You're consuming less than you're burning. That means a calorie deficit. With a consistent calorie deficit, you will get fat loss results. However, in essence, this is very simple. It sounds really simple. Everyone on Instagram, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. All you need to do is just get a calorie deficit and that's it. But actually in practice, it's incredibly difficult, particularly if you've spent 30, 40 years in a restrictive mentality with food, you know, having cutting out food groups, eating very few calories, like lots of my clients do, right? Many of my clients have spent many years thinking and behaving about fitness and fat loss in a very extreme way. And it's about kind of unraveling that and bringing it back to basics. So why is it difficult? It's difficult because many other variables need to be taken into consideration for long-term sustainable fat loss. You know, fat loss is actually relatively easy. I'm sure many of you here have got fat loss results, but the hard thing is sustaining the results. And that's because most of the time, uh, people are making lots of different mistakes. They're doing extreme things that cannot be sustained in the long term. But just to give a quick example of what other variables need to be taken into consideration, which I all work on, all of these variables are taken into consideration with my clients on the Live360 program. Your sleep, incredibly important. The composition of the food, so the actual food that you eat itself, your hormones, you know, what's going on with your hunger hormones, leptin, ghrelin, insulin, glucagon, et cetera. Your relationship with food is incredibly important. Again, if you're not enjoying food, you're not enjoying life. Your gut bacteria, really important. How you're absorbing nutrients. Your mindset, right? Are you in that restrictive way of eating? Are you punishing yourself in the gym, which we'll talk about today? And then your genetics also do take matter. They doesn't mean if you have a predisposition to potentially overeat or put on fat easier. That doesn't mean that you can use it as an excuse and that's you for the rest of your life. It just means that that needs to be taken into consideration. All right. So for the basis of the rest of this talk, we're going to be talking you know, about a calorie deficit, but I want you to understand that lots of other variables need to be taken into consideration as well for those long-term results. Right. But in essence, if you do get a calorie deficit consistently over time, you will get consistent fat loss results. How do you achieve a calorie deficit? And this is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So you could eat less, right? You could exercise more, or you could do a combination of both, right? But unfortunately, when it comes to fat loss, this is what people think fat loss is. People, you know, it's January, everyone's punishing themselves. Everyone thinks they need to do extreme things. They go and do five plus hard workouts per week punishing yourself. It's unenjoyable. It's unsustainable, right? Lots of people think, you know, as a personal trainer, when I worked in London, when I was just kind of focusing on exercise, 
you know, people used to come to me and want to train with me five, six times a week and then not look at their nutrition at any other areas of their life. And to be honest, me as a personal trainer inside a gym, I didn't really have time or the energy to, to look into other areas of, of their life. Whereas now in the Live360 program, I'm less of a trainer and more of a coach and really kind of focusing on lots of different uh, variables in people's lives. All right. So who here has in the past punished themselves in the gym, you know, tried to lose weight in January, you know, for four weeks, joined the gym, went to seven classes, and it really does not need to be like this, right? On average, my clients are training two to three times per week, right? They are doing structured exercise two to three times per week. And the problem with just focusing on exercise alone, which lots of people do, people think, oh, I can just start exercising more and not look at any. And that's actually the easy thing to do. It's easy. You know, most people can motivate themselves just to start exercising two to three times a week. It's very hard to focus on your sleep. It's very hard to cut out the snacks. It's very hard to reduce your calorie intake because it's all the, all the time. Food is everywhere. Whereas most people can start exercising a bit more. It's surprisingly hard to burn lots of calories with exercise. Okay. So for example, a chicken and bacon sandwich contains about 445 calories. All right. So that to burn off 445 calories with activity, you'd either have to walk for an hour and 22 minutes or you'd have to run for 42 minutes, all right? So a medium mocha coffee, all right, 290 calories. That's a lot just for a coffee. That's 53 minutes of walking, 28 minutes of, of running. Dry roasted peanuts, all right? And that's only if you eat 50 grams, which is not very much. That's like a handful, 296 calories, 54 minutes of walking, 28 minutes of running, all right? Nuts, although they are healthy and nutrient-dense, contain a lot of calories. And I see lots of people consuming, you know, snacking on nuts before a meal, and they're actually consuming a meal's worth of calories before a meal. You know, you're in a, you're in a restaurant and they, you, you know, you've got, you have a drink and they've got like a bowl full of nuts, you know, just to keep you going. You could quite easily consume just as many calories with those nuts as you can in the actual meal itself. All right. And it's 54 minutes of walking, 20 minutes of running. All right. So it's very important. I don't want you guys to start thinking, oh, if I want some nuts, it's fine if I go balance it out with 28 minutes of walking. That's not what I'm trying to say here. I'm just trying to give you an example, you know, visualization to show you that it is actually hard to, to rack up a lot of calorie burn. Really quick one for me, guys. I don't run ads on this podcast and I do aim to give you as many high value tips and tricks as I can for free. All I ask in return is that you help me spread the word. That way I can help as many people as I can to never die again. The way to do that is to rate, review and share this podcast. A review will only take 30 seconds, but it would mean the world to me. But more importantly, it could help change the life of someone else. It's also very easy to eat the calories that you've just burned, all right? So there's a psychological thing that happens, you know, when you pushed hard in the gym, oh, you know, I'll treat myself, I'm going to have that pizza tonight. So let's say that you went to the gym and you did burn 449 calories, all right? You did 43 minutes of running in the gym, all right? And then you go and ate, and that's just a quarter of pizza. Let's say you were really hungry, you've rewarded yourself, instead of just having a quarter, you have half of that large pizza. So of course, you've overconsumed what you burnt. Right? So it's really, really easy 
to overdo it with the food. If you go and start doing five, six, seven hard workouts per week, your hunger levels are going to increase quite dramatically. You're going to be hungry all the time and it's going to be very difficult to stay in control because like I've just mentioned, it's very easy to overconsume calories, right? Very easy. People often forget about NEAT as well, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it's basically the calories that you burn outside of a workout, right? So it's your steps, it's your walking to work, whatever it is, right? And I actually think NEAT is far more powerful and effective for fat loss than exercise. And the issue with going and training six, seven times a week and pushing hard in a gym is that you can end up actually being less active overall. Because again, oh, I've pushed hard in the gym. Now I can sit and watch TV for the rest of the day. Now I can sit at my desk and not go and get the steps in. And you have the opportunity to burn just as many calories, if not more, probably more, by getting 10,000 steps in and being active over the course of the day. And you're far less likely to increase your hunger levels doing that, right? So you go and get 10,000 steps in, and it's not really going to raise your hunger levels that much. Whereas if you go and push hard in a 30-minute session, you're going to be hungry for the rest of the day. And you know, just focusing on exercise as a way to lose weight means you end up, it's a punishment. It's not enjoyable. And exercise should be a form of self-love, not self-punishment. You're not punishing yourself in the gym because you're unhappy with your situation, right? Once you open yourself up to this, once you exercise in a way that is about self-love and in a way that you actually enjoy and that is sustainable, you know, two or three times per week, that's when it becomes a way of life and you start to get sustainable results. Exercise improves your health, physical and mental in countless, countless ways. Just exercising for fat loss is mostly unsustainable, unenjoyable, and not effective, right? You're, you might get some short-term fat loss results by just upping your exercise, but you're unlikely to get those sustainable long-term results if you aren't always also looking at your nutrition. So a better model for fat loss is eat a bit less, right? And the way that you can do that is reduce your snacks. Well, eliminate snacks, ideally. You know, the principles of the five-day challenge. Extend your overnight fast. Not to 16 hours, just 12 hours. You know, stop eating at 8 p.m., start eating at 8 a.m. Increase your protein, right? Protein is incredibly important for fat loss because you will feel fuller. It's also going to mean that you are going to retain your lean muscle, which means your metabolism will be higher, which means long-term fat loss is easier. Stay hydrated, right? People often confuse hunger with thirst, right? So eat a bit less. And I'm not talking about 1200 calories, 1000 calories, you know, 800 calories, which lots of ladies that I speak to are trying to stick to. That is far too less, just a bit. 150 calories, 250 calories less. That's it. Be as active as you can. When I say active, it's your non exercise activity thermogenesis. 10,000 steps is a really good number to aim for. And I appreciate many of you here may have injuries, knee problems, hip problems. You might have 20 kilos plus to lose right now. 10,000 steps is too high. So just start with two or 3,000 steps per day. Do what you can pain-free. But the point is, be as active as you can. And once you have lost some weight, you've got no injuries, incorporate some fun, structured exercise if it is safe to do so, all right? 
when I say fun, could be Zumba. I know a lot of you who I've spoken to enjoy Zumba. Could be badminton, could be tennis, could be netball, whatever. Something that you actually enjoy, all right? It doesn't have to be a group class punishing yourself in a gym where you're not enjoying it. Understand list versus hit. So list, low intensity, steady state exercise. It's slow running, slow walking, slow uh, rowing, the cross trainer, things like that. Then you've got hit, high intensity interval training, you know, strength stuff, short duration, heart rate much higher. Understand that structured exercise could be list or it could be hit. And if you do have lots of weight to lose, if you do have injuries, list is going to be more beneficial. Once you've lost some weight, once you've don't have injuries. Once you're a bit, you've got that base level of fitness, then you can start to incorporate HIT. All right. Everyone knows Joe Wicks, like a body coach who's done amazing things for fitness and fat loss and, and getting everyone to be active and no one should knock him. However, he does push HIT quite militantly. Right. And there are lots and lots of people who should not do HIT straight away. They should do list first, get some results and then move into HIT. All right. So just give it a go see how that feels, see what result you get at the end and let me know how you get on. If you would like to go deeper into any of the topics of this podcast and learn the exact same step-by-step system, which I use with my coaching clients, then make sure you check out my free definitive guide to fat loss. It will teach you everything you need to know to lose weight, sustain the results and live life to the full. It's linked below in the notes beneath this podcast.